Welcome to this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Before we begin this week's episode, I want to take you back, back to June 6th, 1944. This week, we celebrate D-Day. We honor all those that stormed those beaches to get a foothold back on the European continent. Imagine, if you will, you're standing before Dwight D. Eisenhower and he tells you these very words. You are about to embark on the great crusade toward which we have striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you. I have full confidence in your courage, devotion to duty and skill in battle. General Dwight D. Eisenhower. These men, imagine how it must have felt. Wow. Were they brave? Yes, they were. Were they scared? I imagine they were terrified. It is hard to conceive the epic scope of this decisive battle that foreshadowed the end of Hitler's dream of Nazi domination. Overlord was the largest air, land, and sea operation undertaken before or since June 6, 1944. The landing included over 5,000 ships, 11,000 airplanes, and over 150,000 servicemen. After years of meticulous planning and seamlessly endless training for the Allied forces, it all came down to this. The boat ramp goes down, then jump, swim, run, and crawl to the cliffs. Many of the first young men, most not even yet 20 years old, entered the surf carrying 80 pounds of equipment. They faced over 200 yards of beach before reaching the first natural feature offering any protection. Blanketed by small arms fire and bracketed by artillery, they found themselves in hell. When it was over, the Allied forces had suffered nearly 10,000 casualties. More than 4,000 were dead. Yet, somehow, due to planning and preparation, and due to valor, fidelity, and sacrifice of the Allied forces, Fortress Europe had been breached. Most of those great men have passed now. It's just awesome what they did for us. And yet, it seems like we are losing touch. We're losing reality with what these great men did for us. The sacrifice that was given 
to maintain freedom for each and every one of us. Thank you to every one of you veterans that maintains the freedom that these World War II veterans fought and gave dearly for. Freedom is not free. Thank you to all you veterans. Conservative character of the Philadelphia Convention. The conservatism of the convention manifested itself in a consistent fear of the excess of democracy. To be sure, the final draft of the Constitution declared that the lower house of the Congress shall be elected by the people of the several states. But in 1787, this did not mean universal suffrage. The states had the power to decide who should vote, and in many cases, they still imposed property qualifications. In some states, there were also religious qualifications. Members of the Senate were to be chosen by the state legislators, the president by the special electors chosen as the legislator of each state might direct, federal judges by the president and the senate. Nor was this all. The convention was determined to provide protection for the individual's rights, property rights as well as personal rights, against possible tyranny on the part of any one department of the government. To this end, an elaborate system of checks and balances was woven into the fabric of the Constitution. Mindful also of the recent paper money disorders in Rhode Island and Massachusetts and other states, the convention sought to safeguard the right of property against radical state legislation. The states were forbidden to coin money, issue bills of credit, make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debts, or pass any law impairing the obligations of contracts. To avoid the chaotic commercial conditions existing under the Articles, the states were forbidden to lay taxes on imports or exports or on tonnage. Provisions for Ratification at the final session of the convention on September 17, 1787, the Constitution was signed by 39 delegates, every one of the 12 states being represented by at least one signer. The document was then forwarded to the Congress of the Confederation, by whom it was submitted to the states, having disregarded the strict letter 
of their instructions to amend the articles, the delegates had taken a second extra legal step by providing that the Constitution was to go into effect when ratified by the Convention of Nine States. An amendment to the articles, it will be recalled, required the approval of all the legislators of all the states. It is fortunate that the convention possessed the audacity to break in this way with the legal shackles of the confederation. The attitude of Rhode Island and one or two other states was so antagonistic that unanimous consent for the Constitution could never have been obtained in advance of the establishment of a government. There were good reasons for providing for ratification by special conventions rather than by the state legislators. The latter had already demonstrated their hostility to any fundamental changes by rejecting various amendments to the Articles. It was not likely that they would now prove friendly towards a plan which promised to curtail their power and importance. It was believed that special conventions would not only act more quickly, but also afford the supporters of the Constitution a better opportunity to elect delegates who were favorably inclined towards the new plan. Finally, the delegates eventually felt that ratification by special conventions fresh from the people would give the new government a firmer foundation. Madison, in justifying the extra-legal method of ratification, asked whether it was of more importance that the Articles of Confederation should be disregarded and an adequate government be provided and the Union preserved or that an adequate government should be admitted and the Articles of Confederation preserved. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. You can go over to our website, deadamerica.website. Find our blog, our podcast, and much more over there. And make sure you come back next week and join us where we will take a look at the contest over the ratification and supporters of the new Constitution. It's going to be exciting. Come on back, check us out next week, right here on Free Circle Freedoms.